My EMP sharing today, <clears throat> the passage is from Matthew 11, 1 to 30, and I'll start uh, with the English Standard Version. When Jesus had finished instructing his 12 disciples, he went on from there to teach and preach in their cities. Now when John heard in person about the deeds of Christ, he sent word by his disciples and said to him, Are you the one who is to come, or shall we look for another? And Jesus answered them, Go and tell John what you hear and see. The blind receive their sight, and the lame walk. Lepers are cleansed, and the deaf hear, and the dead are raised up. And the poor have good news preached to them. And blessed is the one who is not offended by me. As they went away, Jesus began to speak to the crowds concerning John. What did you go into, what did you go out into the wilderness to see? A reed shaken by the wind? What then did you go out to see? A man dressed in soft clothing. Behold, those who hear, those who wear soft clothing are in the king's houses. When then did you go out? What then did you go out to see? A prophet? Yes, I tell you, and more than a prophet. This is he of whom it is written. Behold, I send my messenger before your face, who will prepare the way before you. Truly I say to you, among those born of women, there has arisen no one greater than John the Baptist. Yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of heaven suffered violence, and the violent take it by force. For all the prophets and the law of pro- and the law prophesied until John, and if you are willing to accept it, he is Elijah who is to come. He who has ears to hear, let him hear. But to what shall I compare this generation? It is like children sitting in the marketplaces and calling to their playmates. We played the flute for you, and you did not dance. We sang a dirge, and you did not mourn. For John came neither eating or drinking, and they say he is a demon. The Son of Man came eating or drinking, and they say, look at him, a glutton and a drunkard, a friend of tax collectors and that of sinners. Yet wisdom is justified by her deeds. Then he began to denounce the cities where most of his mighty works had been done, because they did not repent. Woe to you, Teresin, woe to you, Bethsaida, for the, if the mighty works was done in you had been done in Tyre and Sidon, they would have repented long ago in sackcloth and ashes. But I tell you, it will be more bearable on the day of judgment for Tyre and Sidon than for you. And you, Capernaum, will you be exalted to heaven? You will be brought down to Hades. For if the mighty works done in you had been done in Sodom, it would have remained until this day. But I tell you that it will be more tolerable on the day of judgment for the land of Sodom than for you. At that time, Jesus declared, I thank you, Father, Lord of heaven and earth, that you have hidden these things from the wise and understanding and revealed them to little children. Yes, Father, for such was your gracious will. All things have been handed over to me by my Father, and no one knows the Son except the Father, and no one knows the Father except the Son, and anyone to whom the Son chooses to reveal to him. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. So, um, what a. Actually, I really like the way Matthew Henry summarizes this passage. He says, Nowhere have we more the terror of gospel woes for warning to us, or the sweetness of gospel's grace for encouragement to us than in this chapter, which sets before us life and death and the blessing and the curse 
Um, just to summarize it, um, you know, obviously prior to this, John the Baptist had broadly com- proclaimed Jesus as the Christ or Messiah. Um, but he based his understanding on Jesus, on the sort of revelation he and many Jews wanted. It was their interpretation. Um, he didn't understand the mission of Jesus. He wanted the immediate establishment of the kingdom of God, right? one that would overthrow the Roman um, occupation. I think uh, in Isaiah 4, uh, 35, 4-5, um, it, it, they really chose to focus on the vengeance of the Lord. But funnily enough, on verse 5, it also talks about sort of what Jesus then comes to recount to, 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 to John's disciples about opening the eyes of the blind, etc. So it's, it's really, um, yeah, it's really, really sort of a very stark um, um, contrast, but Jesus came to the earth to serve men and bring salvation, not by violence. He gave a list of actions he's done, not politically charged, not what they were expecting. Um, Jesus has come to save us from our worst enemy, and that is sin and the consequence of death and not sort of the Roman Empire in the minds of the Jews at that time. Jesus honors John and provides a blessing to him, the situation he's in. Um, and then he then goes ahead and rebukes all these Galilean towns, um, you know, speaking of worse judgment than any judgment has been seen in the Old Testament. Um, finally, he, he wraps up and he talks about, men, he mentions his identity as hidden from the wise and understanding. Um, he did not come to save those who think they are secure, um, but those who know they are not. So I think so often we think we know best, or we know what the Father said, or what the Father's ways are. But no man. But Jesus really makes such a strong claim here. No man really knows the Father except the Son, and the one to whom the Son reveals. Um, yeah. So as I was reflecting on this passage, I think, um, and 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 no surprise, I think. Uh, it is a, a scripture that is really quoted in the Bible. Um, so often, you know, come to me all who are weak and heavy laden in another version. I will give you rest. Take my yoke and learn from me and you will find rest for your souls. Um, and another meaning of the verse in Greek is come to me all you who are working to the point of exhaustion. And I think it's... um. As I was reflecting, it's it's I can really relate. <laughs> um, as as a mother of three, I'm expecting my fourth in two months' time. While obviously sort of trying to hold my, you know, finish strong before my maternity leave and my full time job, um, and and managing sort of money in the toughest Hong Kong China equity markets, many of the much more experienced portfolio managers have have seen and experienced. Um, um, I, I, I find it, you know, honestly, I, I, I relate and I can relate. I feel like I'm coming to the point um, of exhaustion. It's, it's hard to turn to God as when, it, when God says, come to me. I think when, when P. Kenny says, you know, just take a moment and reflect on the word or the phrase that comes to you most. And I think come to me um, is the phrase that comes to me. But it's not like, oh, you know, great, you're doing great. Come to, I think it's partly it's come to me because you haven't been coming to me. Right, and it's it's hard to to turn to him as my first point of reference. Instead, I turn to to working even harder um, in trying to turn this performance issue at work around. Right, or I start to get even more organized on my my and, and on top, stay more on top of the 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 schedule of the boys, 
um, in order to feel like I'm, I'm gaining some sort of control and I feel like I'm losing control. And, and as always, that will always be insufficient. So this verse shows me where I am. Um, it tells me to come to him with it all. And, um, and I think, yeah, sort of a, a lot of the times God allows times like this uh, to prove his sufficiency to me. Um, you know, really fleshing that pride out and reminding me it's not about control over anything, really. It's, it's really a wake-up call to go deeper, uh, to a deeper intimacy with God. And, and in Psalm 63, 1-4, it's like, You, God, are my God. Earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you. In a dry and parched land where there's no water, I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory because your love is better than life. My lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. Um, so, so Jesus is not relieving us of our responsibilities per se, but rather relieving us of the burden. You know, it's really the burden of that responsibility um, if we just follow him. And, and, and what was another sort of, you know, I think because we've, as a church and in house church, we've been reflecting so much about sort of inviting the Holy Spirit. And, and you know, like this week, we've been discussing P. Kenny's question, right? Who is in charge? Does the Holy Spirit have us? And, and in the passage, it says, yet the one who is least in the kingdom of heaven is greater than he, John the Baptist. Um, and I think so often we, we don't p- contemplate enough that our position of having the Holy Spirit indwelling in us as children of God through Jesus Christ actually puts us in a position with incredible and amazing privileges, right? And, and it's really a gift. It's, it's something that we don't have to strive for. You know, John the Baptist, his disappointment to Jesus' mind is so understandable. But in, and what God is saying, what Jesus is saying in this kingdom, in his kingdom, um, we have the Holy Spirit indwelling in us. And as a result, just by God's amazing design, um, yeah, we, 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 we are in a position greater than so many of these Old Testament heroes and giants that have gone before us. So, um, so, so really, when I put the two together, I'm like, oh, you know, really, when Jesus says, comes to me, it's also yet such a strong reminder, right, of really activating, being so mindful, being so aware um, of the Holy Spirit um, and, and really going to the Holy Spirit and allowing him um, to give us that rest, to, to relieve our burdens, to go ahead when we do feel like we've come to that point of exhaustion in life. Um, so I just wanted to um, invite P. Nate. And as we worship and as we reflect, um, just just some just some points for us to reflect upon and consider: who or what is the source you run to when you are weak and overwhelmed? If you're feeling weak and overwhelmed this morning, you know, maybe yeah, it's it's God's opportunity to remind you um, that He really is sufficient. He is your all-sufficiency. Would you set yourself in the yoke of Jesus and in his word? Um, yeah, instead of solving everything in your own failing and insufficient strength. Um, 
Yeah, and is God calling you to a deeper intimacy with him through your circumstances to, to really cling on, to, to allow the Holy Spirit, right? So I think that the sort of, I come back to just like what P. Kenny said, wholeheartedly, you worship, obedience, and humility. give life you are love you bring light to the darkness you give hope you restore every heart that is broken great are you give life you are love you bring light to the darkness you give hope you restore every heart that is broken great are you
shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Great are you, Lord. All the earth will shout your praise. Our hearts will cry, these bones will sing. Intercessory prayer on the one app. Um, I'm just going to pray it now. Heavenly Father, we come before you today with heavy hearts, burdened by wars and hostilities that ravage our world. We lift up to you all those who suffer because of these conflicts the innocent lives lost, the families torn apart, and the communities shattered by violence. We pray for peace to descend upon the lands that are marred by war. We ask for your divine intervention to touch hearts of the world leaders, guiding them towards paths of diplomacy, reconciliation, and understanding. Let your wisdom prevail in the chambers of decision-making. Remind us of your commandment to love our neighbors as ourselves. And let this love extend to all corners of this earth. Protect our soldiers, and may love and forgiveness replace hatred and revenge. Comfort those who suffer, strengthen those seeking justice, and heal the scars of war. In the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, the Prince of Peace, we offer this prayer. 
May his example of love, sacrifice, and reconciliation inspire us all to work toward a world where swords are beaten into plowshares and where your peace reigns supreme. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, thank you, Nicola. Let's pray. I just thought we could continue from the intercessory prayer from the app, and let's pray specifically for Israel and Palestine and what's going on. I think there are some more talks about a ceasefire, and yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's it's a very complicated situation, and. Even on social media, we see people d- d- very divided about the issue. Um, but uh, let's just pray. Let's just ask for God, God to move in this time. Let's, as the prayer said, let's ask for the Prince of Peace to come into this situation. Let's pray for the Christians, uh, whether they're Christian Arab or. Messianic Jews, let's pray that they they will be able to um, practice unity in this time. Let's you know, let's just pray for the Spirit of God to really move, especially for those that believe in Jesus, that have the Holy Spirit in them, that they would be united as one, that they would be examples of uh, the peace that can be ha- had in this land and. Let's uh, just pray for, um, like, government-level things, you know. Let's just pray for for ceasefire and the hostages to be returned and for there to be a more long-term solution for this area. So let's just cover this land. You know, and also, I mean, the only other war that I am a little more familiar with is Ukraine and Russia. So let's pray for resolution there as well and let's just pray that God would move in that land. So let's pray for these two places.
Let's continue to pray for Hazel and Isaac and Addie. Um, yeah, here's the update. So Isaac um, is trying, learning to walk with his prosthetic uh, leg. So let's pray that he would that would go well. Let's pray for his a checkup tomorrow to on the lungs and the heart. Let's pray for no more fluids, and then next week they'll go to Beijing for another medical uh, trip. So let's pray that that would go well. That it would really target the cancer, and that. He would be healed. Let's pray for Addy. Um, I don't have any later update up or more recent update uh, other than when Audrey was here last week. So I think the surgery was done. So let's pray that the dialysis will go well. I know that they are praying that Addy would be able to come home before her birthday, which is coming up soon. So let's pray for that. And let's continue to pray for Hazel. Let's pray. Let's pray for house churches meeting today. Let's pray for really a wonderful time Thursday house churches.
and uh, just wanted to meditate on that last few verses that Nicholas shared about. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And as Nicola was sharing about her own struggle and just the stage of life that she is in and the busyness and the tiredness and uh, striving to kind of uh, do it in her own strength before coming to the Father, I thought that's probably the case for, for many of us. So um, let's just take a moment individual if you could just spend some time with with God and let's like the verse says let's come to him and try to identify you know the ways where you're striving and trying to do it in your own strength and what kind of emotions does it generate you know what kind of inner life does that generate and then let's surrender it to the Lord and if you really feel like you're fine then let's just pray for those in our church that um, are going through difficult times let's just pray for God's mercy to come upon them uh, and God's rest and his peace and his love to come upon them so let's just take yeah just a minute and then uh, we'll pray for one another